0: Today we're doing a podcast, but it's really night, nice, so I'm gonna, so I'm not gonna say today. I have my little cousin with me, Faith. But what's nice your name? Using- um, what's your name? Okay, so I have Granny with me and Faith, and my name's Faith, But what's your name? I Paula. Wanna know your name? Paula. Okay. Hi, Paula. Hi, so Paula. So today, night, we night, day, it. night. So and- at night we be watching some music, watching movies, so I hope bye, you bye, hope bye, 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 So I hope you having a good day about Jesus No, no, no Oh, her name's Paula 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 it, There's something some my little Are you gonna ask me a question? Are you gonna ask me a question? You
1: asked me a question
0: You? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but you, but we watching Raging Dan. We got a, we got a bed and paw and, and then Mom got hurt. Dan mom got hurt and and that girl got lip liquid on and. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Bye, God.
1: Hi, this is Twyla Trophy of Grace. I have two guests. This is the second edition and the third episode of my grandchildren and we're just going to talk about how this we're going to start off talking about how this COVID-19 which is a serious issue but I think sometimes we neglect to understand the impact that it has on the children and how their life has been affected tremendously in a negative way, they will overcome, they will regroup, because unlike older people and elderly people, children have the ability to adapt better and have that resilience uh, kick in where they adapt and adjust. However, in the present moment, I just want to let you hear, first
2: of all, uh, precious, precious, say your name introduce yourself okay so my name is precious and I'll be talking to you how the impact of COVID-19 kind of changed my life so first it was kind of hard because it's like we kicked we got kicked out of school and I have just I have recently just moved and I found some really nice people that you, I like I'm to sorry, hang I out you with moved from where I moved from Texas to Oklahoma so I went to a new school and I got new friends in just like two days, which was an aw- actually very amazing. And as soon as I made friends, Christmas break came and there you go. We were out of school until next year. I'm in fifth grade, but next I'll be going to sixth grade. So technically I'm in sixth grade already. And it was kind of hard for me to understand that I couldn't see my friends for months And I honestly cried when I first found out that I wouldn't be able to see my friends because, you know, it's like you can't live without them because honestly, that's where your identity is when you're a kid, having friends and filling out like new people and just having fun. And I was really happy to move and then all of a sudden COVID-19 came and you have to stay in house, in the house. You really can't have spring break like you wanted to spend it or your summer, how you wanted to spend it. You can't go outside, all the parks are closed down, can't go to the mall, can't really have fun. You're really just stuck in home, in the house and you notice how boring it is just to be laying around, being lazy and just eating So that was a great impact on my life, and I felt like at one point I was miserable, but then I came to my granny's house, and my life is just better now.
1: That sounds so good. I love that's
2: Coming from the
1: mouth of a 10, 11-year-old, that was great. And you know, one thing that you said jumped off to me, you said my identity. I can't help but to believe that that part of your statement is based on what somebody told you to say because what 11 year old knows about their identity and the psychological effect of an 11 year old in the developmental stages of the brain that that time and of a 11 or 12 10 that time frame that age frame is when your identity and your is based on your friends and outer some, so, who told you that?
2: So, it just so happens that I was over at my grandparents' house, and this very smart lady was talking to me. And she just so happened to say that in her sentence about how we don't know who we really are yet. So, we try and to find friends, because that's where our identity is. So, therefore, I thought I'd just use that, you know. Good job. I just thought i used that. Good job. Okay, and...
1: We have one more guest and I d- uh, can you please uh, tell everyone who you are and your age and where you're from?
0: Um so I this there, okay. my name's Nive. I was home. on I was on the last podcast with my cousin Faith and from I'm from Texas okay. and yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about do you do? I'm
1: sorry. So you're eight.
0: Seven. Great. So I'm gonna talk about how I got sad but also happy at the same time. So it was the school year it was the school year and yeah, we were like it was like a normal classroom and yeah, but then when the Kobe when the Kobe nineteen came around Like, I had friends and stuff, like, and yeah, but when the COVID-19 came around, when I first found out that I wouldn't be able to see my friends until next year, I cried, and I was just heartbroken. So, and I didn't know what to do because I didn't know what to do because I'm like, I'm telling my parents that what if I don't get to see them until next, what if I don't get to see them? What if they're moving on to a different school? And I know we have to move on with new friends, new school years, but then I'm going to have to make friends all over again, and that's a tough thing to do because I don't get, because I didn't get along with my other friends until, until, like, like until we got to know each other really goodly. It's devastating,
1: yeah. So, in other words, it makes it more devastating for you when you say you have to meet new friends because. It, in other words, you say it's devastating to you, Neve, to meet new friends because, and to if if correct me if I'm saying it wrong, but you mean it takes you a long time to develop friendships. Yeah
0: people who have, like, well, it doesn't depend, but I like it, people who have, like, the same thing and comment with me because if they, like, if they speak Spanish a different way or, like, yeah, if, like, if they have, like, different things, like, because I'll have a toy that they won't like and we'll play with it and we'll try to play with it together and then she'll be like, no, I don't like that or no, I don't... Or no, I don't really play with that stuff. Okay. And, then, okay. and yeah, like, so
1: how are you doing now? How do you feel?
0: How do you feel now? I mean, now getting used to it, I feel better. But now getting used to it, I feel better. But it's not. But it still doesn't change the fact. It still doesn't change the fact that I have to move on with different friends. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, my prayer is that you. And God um, gives you shalom, which is that peace that, that covers everything and makes you whole and that your parents and your grandparents and your family just keeps being there for you and try to just, I want to give you some insight. I want to try to give you some insight, try to just think of positive and think of all the good things, because one thing about it, you can't change what happened. And I know it's tough on you, so I just want to give you a little bit of advice in closing. Try to think of the positive. Don't just focus on the negative all the time.
0: But then, how it changed my life is because I stopped getting, because I stopped getting pushed around, and I stop, and I stopped being the only one, and I stopped being the only one who doesn't really look different, or and that you're talking
2: about at school.
1: So that are you saying that's the good part of COVID nineteen? Because you start being pushed around and Mm stop being the
2: the the,
0: only the only only one who stops getting like who stops getting like in trouble because I didn't even do anything and because I didn't even do anything and that's my story. Okay. Okay. Well, listening to your story
2: actually is more devastating, in my opinion, than mine. Because coming from a child that's growing up, you're still growing up. So therefore, you do need to know who's your real friends and who isn't your real friends. As in like, as my story, I found out who weren't really my real friends from my last school, my previous school from Texas. And you find a lot when you're not around them because they can't fake and shake for that long. When they're in front of you, it's it's super easy, but, like, when they're not around you, they slip up, and they talk about you to somebody who really cares about you. And I just think that that's actually amazing. So you won't go back to school and be like, hey, bestie, when they're really talking behind your back. So, like, how did you feel?
0: What?
2: You So you do you feel good now?
0: I feel so much better. Like... I I actually stopped thinking about it. Yeah. I stopped thinking about it, and I just let it go. So now I'm having a good time. Now I'm having a good time spending time with my family, having to yeah. not wake up to not have not waking up, and just like cool. rushing off to school and, to, and just spend more time with my family because Granny brought me around more, and she just changed my life <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. okay we're gonna wrap it up i want this down to 10 minutes but we went over just a little bit and i really want to thank you guys for listening and have a great day we'll do episode four uh Tomorrow. in the season this is still season one season this four. is episode three we'll have episode four coming soon and Thank guys, you.
2: remember to stay safe during this pandemic, stay inside, make sure you have loads of hand sanitizer, and make sure to wash your hands for 20 seconds at least. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
3: said, well, but I was kind of figuring, thinking that he was talking about fire going to come out the ground and all that stuff, and God was going to come destroy the world and all that. That's what his mentality was when he said that the end of the world has come. I said, well, you know, the, the world and the earth is not the same he looked at me, kind of surprised, like, what, I said, yeah, I said, the world and the earth is not the same, I said, you right, the end of the world is coming, I said, the end of the world system of operation is changing, it's coming to an end, the way this world system has been governing people and racism and white supremacy and control of a, and oppression of a a group, a certain group is coming to an end, that's changing and I said you know, he was like oh man, you know he said it's good to get an understanding, you know and I was like yeah, I said you know I said this is not about (laughs) uh, the color of the skin I said, this is about two kingdoms influencing the earth through a certain type of operation, operational system, which is what you say when you say your prayers. When you say, our father who are in heaven, I said, God is a spirit. And I told him, I said, the devil is a spirit. I said, you remember when uh, God told Adam, and said, don't eat from the knowledge of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I said, it's the knowledge of the, the kingdoms or the world systems of operation is what we learning. I said, the knowledge of sin is a system of op- world operation in that kingdom of darkness. I said, that's the structure of that world system that the devil used to bring the nature of that kingdom manifested through people who learn that knowledge. And that's the way of the system of that world. I said, God told Adam, he said, do not touch or eat from the tree of knowledge and of good and evil. So it's like when you allow the influence of the world knowledge of sin to enter in you, then that nature, that sinful, disobedient, hateful, killing nature gonna show up in the earth realm. That's the world system of sin and death. The brain, that's what sin does. It bring death, separation, division, hatred, everything that opposes God. And God left two commandments. He said it's many of them, but it's two that dominates and control all, everything he ever said. It's, it's words that God holds highly supreme over uh, everything he said. When he said, "Love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as you love yourself." Those words that came out of God's mouth is the highest and the most powerful of everything God ever ever said. So, when you violate those two, <laughs> you're you're being influenced by the fallen angel whose name used to be Lucifer is now Satan you know he had many other names or, or the devil. well, devil you see the, the word evil in it. So the knowledge of the devil which is evil, knowledge of the system, the world system of operation which is racism, racism, is a spirit of division that to, to have one group to hate another group which is violating the first and the second commandment which is the ultimate thing the devil want to do Amen And so when you obey the first and second commandment, that's the knowledge that's good. That's the good knowledge of the system of the kingdom of God. That's when you say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, holy is your name, let your kingdom come, and your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. So what you're saying, you're telling him, you let his nature come from where he is in a holy place influence the earth and be shown and show up which is you're going to love him with all your being and when you do that you're going to love your neighbor you're going to love the next man next to you by default automatic that's going to be the that's going to be a love and that environment is going to create unity so now what you're seeing is God and the devil going at it. It ain't got nothing to do with people. Ain't nobody going to stop the will of God from being done. I don't care what position you hold in this earth. If you oppose the power of God, you will be moved out of the way by God. And I don't care who you think you are, if you believe or don't believe, God's will. Gonna be done in the earth as it is in heaven, and the the, the word of God clearly states. He said the whole world mm, is groaning and in, in waiting for the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God, for the sons of God. So that's saying that God is got gonna be influencing. Of people who understand and loving him with all they being is going to allow him to show his love to other people and manifest his nature in the earth. And it's the holy nature of the Holy Spirit of God. And that's, that's his job to influence and impact. That's what you say in your prayer. The more you say that prayer, as the more powerful the will of God is going to be manifested in the earth. And it's, it's God versus the devil. It ain't people versus people. We, we didn't even ask to come here. We didn't even create ourselves. We don't have nothing to do with what's going on. <laughs> We're just people who have the ability to choose. What God has already established. Either you you choose one or you choose the other. But you ain't creating one or the other. You didn't. You're not the creator of one or the other. You you didn't. You didn't have nothing to do with not one jot, not one letter, one alphabet. Or you know what I mean, we don't have <laughs> that much power of, a, of authority. We just have the ability to choose, not create, or stop.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of Twyla Ellis podcast, Trophy of Grace. Thank you so much, and I will have you back soon. This has really blessed me. Thank you so much.
3: And so, you know, that's just, you know, but that's hard to do. Like when you don't, you're not truly trusting in the Lord is hard to do because you got your own insecurities and your own negative way of thinking about certain stuff and way of doing things that's natural that God has to deal with and if you're not submitting your works to him and everything you do then he can't establish your thoughts in those negative areas to, to not allow them to affect your your judgment when you're in that relationship with that person.
1: Right. Well, like you said before, what did you say before in reference to a holy matrimony and working things out? Because I got the first part and it was just so powerful. So, Mr. Ellis, can you please expound and just give me a little bit more detail on that? I have about Ten minutes left on my podcast. And I just feel like what you just said earlier, because I don't know, I didn't catch it all, can just bless so many. The listeners want to know.
3: I was just talking about the holy matrimony. It, It involves a relationship with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. You have to submit your ways to Him so He can allow, you allow His love to flow through you to your spouse, and vice versa. So he can establish your thoughts on how to allow his love to cultivate in both of y'all to make y'all marriage work in unity.
1: And what did you say about when people come together, how God wants us to help each other grow? Is that how you say oh, it? Oh,
3: yeah, but you know, it's when it's, you got two different people that don't know each other, that's trying to get to know each other and decide to love one another and come together in marriage, you're still going to have differences. Well, you got to allow the Lord to love. You got to allow the Lord to, when you submit your way, your works to Him, those rough edges that the other person don't know, the Lord knows. So he's gonna yeah. cultivate through your relationship and submission to him to help, to help that other per, your spouse where they weak at, you gonna yeah. help them, you gonna build them up. But it's really gonna be yeah. the Lord building them up through you right. and vice versa. So y'all won't be turning each other down because mm. of disagreement. But since y'all gonna submit y'all works to the Lord, he can work out the negative insecurities and disagreements that y'all have that causes friction in a relationship. With God involved, he can help each one of y'all turn that into a positive and y'all will build each other up. Wow. And and, and holy matrimony and unity. And it'll it'll manifest and y'all'll stay together. It won't be it won't be y'all giving up on each other. But Normally, when that type of stuff happens, it's it's the people doing it, trying to do it on their own. Right. And they they naturally get in the way, and and then you see a lot of fighting and separation and divorce and stuff, because they trying to do it. Right. And, you know, you can confess the Lord all you want to, but actually submitting Mm. You actually submitting your works to the Lord is different from acknowledging him. Right. <clears throat> you know, you can acknowledge all, all day long, mm-hmm. but your, your thoughts is the one that needs to be established, and only through ex- submitting your works to him. And your works ain't talking about just going to going to work like on a job. I'm talking about the internal works mm. of your mental and physical and spiritual emotions. You got to submit them to the Lord. Then He'll establish you, your thoughts, and then you can appreciate the benefits of His leading and His guidance.
1: Great. I really appreciate you having on my... Having you on my podcast today. And I look forward to you coming back. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Trophy of Grace. Have a blessed day.